It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vests, two opinions, one based in reality and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett, and with me, as per usual, is Aaron Flottam. Hey, John, what's going on, man? Uh, let's talk some uh, football. No, baseball. No, baseball. Which yeah. one are we on here? I forget. I know, right? Two podcasts a week? I've got a very small reptilian brain. I can't keep up with this stuff, John. Yeah, we're just trying to go. We'll uh, see if we get a full hour on this podcast or if we'll go short for everybody here. But thank you again for joining yeah. us. Remember to dis- to listen, download, rate, and review us, everything like that. Uh, subscribe and all those great, wonderful things. You can follow this show on Twitter. Which Twitter's still working, even if Facebook isn't. I mean, we do have a Facebook page you could follow us on when it's working again. And this is how connected I am on my Facebook page, is I <laughs> didn't know that until I saw it somewhere else. And I was like, it's not working. Oh, my. <laughs> and then I pulled it up. I was like, yeah, those are photos from three days ago. How about that? Uh, anyhow. Yeah, right? Uh, anyhow, you can also follow me at NotSoHumbleHost. Um, you're not following me if you're a Steelers fan, you know, because... I'm not going to be one of the 3,000 people you follow, and I won't be the fifth person to follow you back. Um, but anyhow, that's a different story for a different day. Shots <laughs> fired. Shots fired. People are really mean. Just really mean. Like I said, looks like he could be offsides. And they're like, you're the worst, and you're stupid, and I hate your stupid face. Also, I think your children are stupid. And it's like, you don't even know that they're stupid, which they're not. Um, but no, anyhow, they're not. You have smart children. They are pretty smart, and uh, that will be their undoing. But anyhow... Uh, like yes. I said, you can follow me at Not So Humble Host. You can also follow Aaron on Twitter because Aaron is a great follow, and he doesn't have to pay me to follow him. I follow him anyhow. But Aaron, yes. where do they find you? My choice. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at Cheddar Talk, John. At Cheddar Talk. And, Not only uh, do I, I follow, be, him. I will be I will be breaking down uh, how uh, how expensive it's going to be for me to go to Brewers playoff games over the next couple of weeks. That so. does sound great. Ooh. Oh, we got well, that one of my friend, one of my friends, who's not even a baseball fan, dropped a wedding next weekend, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after in Chicago, and that thing's going to be a beast. So that's really cutting into my playoff ticket budget. So I might make one. So, yeah. well, that sounds fantastic. I'd, I'm going to have to check <laughs> oh, out. Oh, wedding, wedding in Chicago! That's going to be a ton of fun. But anyhow, no, I don't care about that. I don't know those people. <laughs> had a wedding in Peoria. That was a lot of fun. It was fantastic. It was great. But I knew all those people. <laughs> is it like a fo- is it like a football game in Champagne Urbana? I don't know Champagne Urbana. Uh, we need to make this joke because I missed it on the football podcast. But uh, yes, famously and uh, hilariously is also the name of the uh, uh, the drag queen uh, on Community, who's only in one episode. Uh, but it's it's hilarious. He's got a great song in there, but. Their name is Champagne Urbana, which I always think is fantastic. Because, like, that is a great name for a drag queen. It is. <laughs> and it's weird because it's also Champagne Urbana is not too far from Normal, which is such a, normal. Ter- a yes. terrible name for a city. Uh, not as bad as Chillicotti, but either way. Let's move out of uh, our Illinois talk and into <laughs> all the things yes. we're actually going to talk about here. And Aaron talked about it. We got ready for playoff baseball. We'll get into that in what we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. 
All right, Aaron. So we have playoff baseball for the fourth year in a row. I mean, we're uh, talking baseball. As much fun as watching the Brewers get a one-game playoff and then walk out last year was. Uh, Brewers get at least a best-of-five series this year against right. the former Milwaukee team. So you know it'll do my you know ten-year-old dad's heart very well to see the Brewers beat the Braves. <laughs> Because we're still <laughs> mad at them. <laughs> there's there's a there's a lot of old old farts that uh, really want to see the 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 Brewers take it to the Braves forever leaving town. I I love that. That's great. That is some long. That's like one of the one of the least known like long term grunges or grunges grudges in Wisconsin. Uh, long term grunge that'd be Nirvana Pearl that'd Jam. Be they've so been around. For, they've been around for a couple of years. But uh, yeah, no long term grudges is that. Uh, and that's actually like there's a whole contingent of Cubs fans. In I, I didn't even know this. I was I was at some uh, an older feller was telling me about this at one of the Brewers games I was at this summer. Is that there's a whole contingent of Cubs fans in Milwaukee that will forever be Cubs fans. And we'll never cheer for another minute, uh, Milwaukee team because they're afraid that team's going to leave too. <laughs> That's... And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's like all the seventy-year-old Cubs fans." I'm willing to get right now. <laughs> I'm willing to get hurt again. Just you know, yeah. like I'm willing to get hurt again. Let's do this. But here we are, Brewers of the two seed, which is kind of the best spot to be in. I mean, like. Mm-hmm. <sighs> The thing that's frustrating is the Brewers just ended their season, and we'll talk about this first. They ended their season getting the snot beat out of them by the Cardinals and the Dodgers. And, yeah, and um, Colton Wong's bong, which is a fun Twitter follow, but actually yeah, not actually great. something related to, to Colton Wong, because it's not Colton Wong uh, or an anthropomorphized bong. It's it's just a fun Twitter follow. Um, but he's been it's like to- constantly... It's like, to- it's like towel-y. Right. Um, he's been constantly talking about it. like, you can't be worried about these games. Craig Council doesn't care. None of these games matter. I was like, there, there's a part of me that feels like you should try to get some continuity going. I mean, I get resting. I get pulling people back. You don't have to do a lot of things. But I mean, like, man, they still had a lot of their starters in those games, didn't they? Like, what? they just weren't hitting. Like, I would like to see no. them, at least the starters hitting and doing things like getting ready for, you know, playing every other day again or every day and you know whatnot again here just because these playoffs are going to matter the only that, 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 that game that game one against the dodgers was that was the starting lineup that right. was all the starting lineup and they ended up losing down they started off well and they ended up losing down the stretch but that's uh yeah that was the uh concern that i have as well so i guess the only thing you'd say is like they didn't put out a lot of their you know like they, they weren't rolling out there with hater a lot because hater never would have gone in because they were never winning in the ninth right um but still I don't know. It worries me a little bit to have seen them just cool off so much at the end. Um, everybody gets hot streaks and cold streaks. My hope is, you know, the Cardinals just burned up all of their luck, you know, running mm-hmm. past the Reds to get in here, and then the Dodgers will smoke them in one game. Yeah, like uh, the Rockies circa, what was that, 2008, 2009, when they won like the last 10 games of the year to get into the playoffs, and then they won the uh, NLDS and then the NLCS, sweeping both games, and then they went to the World Series, and I think got smoked by the Red Sox, is that how that worked? Yeah, I believe that was that was that one. But it was also like they they had the, like the longest layoff between NLCS and World Series, maybe ever. It was it was huge. Right. Like it was crazy to see with that, like a week and a half, and then they lost yeah. four games to one in the World Series. But but yeah, you're like that too. Like are the can the Cardinals maintain this insane and insane uh, streak? And then also too, like the Dodgers, the Dodgers. If you didn't know this, are really good because they are loaded 
they are super loaded. Well, like, I mean, quite honestly, like Dodgers and Cardinals are some of the biggest spenders in baseball. And you know, and then there's there's the the, the Red Sox and the Yankees, the other biggest spenders in baseball. Right. And all of those teams will be in their wild card round. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like you're kind of in the best position in in that the Braves are pretty much the worst team in this National League playoff. And yes. because they won the worst division in the league, yes, they get to get in. I mean, they're beating on a, a Mets team that finished below 500, a, a terrible Nationals team, and the Phillies weren't particularly good either. And, right. you know, they just kind of beat those teams. Where the Brewers, you know, spent a lot of the season beating up the Cardinals. They were beating the Cubs when the Cubs had their players and then basically swept them after that. Mm-hmm. And then even the Reds. I mean, the Reds finished above 500 too. And so, I mean, the, the National League Central was very, very good. The West was very good, too. I mean, the Padres yes. <laughs> Padres and the Reds didn't make the playoffs. Both those teams were very good. And Padres, would have been ended, tough up under five, Padres ended up under 500. I don't even know how that happened. I mean, it's just because the Dodgers. Well, because, they, because they had to keep Dodgers playing and Giants the, two teams that, the two teams that combined won 100 and 213 yeah. games. Yeah. What, one, 107 and 106? A wildcard team had 106 wins, John. Yeah, it's it is a that's crazy. ridiculous. And and the Giants, a team, one of the oldest teams in Major League Baseball. They're mm-hmm. as old as the Yankees. They're as old as the Red Sox. They're one of the oldest teams. Yep. At, with a lot of success over the years too. Willie Mays, the whole bit, you know, Bobby yeah. or uh, uh, Barry Bonds, all that. Hundred, yeah. they, they just set the new record for their franchise for wins in a year. I mean, that's insane. That yeah. those two teams were. I mean, the the, the Padres didn't have a chance. Yeah. No, like, I mean it's just crazy. And, and they were the World Series favorites at the beginning of the year. That's insane to me. That is absolutely insane. And that team still ended up with seventy nine wins. I mean, right. like, <laughs> that's the third <laughs> the third place team. And it's like, well, I mean, you look at the National and, League Central though. It's like the third place team had eighty three wins. And, you know, right. the top two teams each crossed ninety. Yeah, so yeah, and then yeah, in the the East or the NL least, uh, mm. I'll, I'll allied that slightly. So it's NL. Least. least but yeah no the the phillies are two games over 500 and everybody else is below washington lost 97 games and Jeez, miami lost series two years ago yeah miami lost 95 um yeah God, how, only pittsburgh how? is worse than no pittsburgh and arizona are the two other worst teams arizona is a bad team and surrounded by all these other teams and pittsburgh but, too. but arizona had some of the weirdest series wins too they were the worst team in baseball that they beat some of the best teams like i think that was just before the dodgers got hot at the end here i think they lost a series to the diamondbacks just out of nowhere it's just the weirdest thing but anyhow so um but what i was going to say about the uh about all this is that uh so um and it's not apples to apples to compare the Brewers and Bucks because baseball and basketball are two completely different games. Um, <laughs> one's a capped, one, one's a one's a sort of salary capped sport. The other one's a non-salary capped sport. One uh, deals with farm systems and building your team, and it's almost like an empire. Where the other one is, if you just get one really good player on your team, you could have a chance at winning it, or a couple good players, all of the nets. Um, but uh, I. I I, I was a little bit concerned going into this, uh, going into the playoffs after the way the regular season ended here, um, getting swept in four games by the Cardinals, then sweeping the Mets and getting in, and then just uh, getting a, a, a sort of a token win against the Cardinals just to stop their ridiculous win streak, and then <laughs> getting just shelled 
by the Dodgers. The first four innings against the Dodgers in game one looked good. And then after that, it was just, they just got manhandled. And then, you know, they flash up the starting lineup and the batting averages of the Dodgers. And then they flash up the, the batting averages of the Brewers. And, you know, you got Garcia batting 274 and he's leading the team. And yeah. almost everybody else is hitting 250. And you're like, how is this team going to win? And, oh, it's going to be on the pitching. And then, of course, Devin Williams punches a wall. And then that kind of – but I think Ashby will be fine in that role. Um, so there's a lot of things, like, down the stretch, like the last two weeks, you're like, oh, boy, this is great. You know, and, you know, Williams getting drunk and smashing his during the festivities after winning the, right. the, the division. Um, and yeah. it's, it's a little bit disconcerting. Uh, however, back to my uh, apples to oranges comparison um, – it's been brought up a couple times. Like, um, does anybody remember just not even six months ago, the Bucks rolling into the playoffs and we had all these concerns about Budenhoser and yeah. the team that he had that was really good. And, you know, just by circumstance, just, you know, it just, just kind of rolled into that third, second or third seed. What were they going to the playoffs? I even third it now third. Cause third they had seed. to play with uh, at Nets. At Nets, that's right. And uh, and in the meantime, you know, the 76ers had this big gaudy record and just absolutely fell apart in the playoffs. And, uh, um, and it took some luck to get past the Nets and then just absolutely rolled Atlanta. Right. You know, to get to the finals and then lost a couple to Phoenix. And there was lots of doubt and there was lots of this, that, and, and you know, and, the, and, and everyone was like, you know, let's, let's just try and keep our faith here for a little bit because we just saw it happen. You know, like we we just saw a team that we thought was, you know, mucking it up down the stretch. Because if you remember the end of the regular season for the Bucs wasn't exactly inspiring by any shape, any way, shape or form. And then the first two rounds of the playoffs were inspiring at times, punctuated by, you know, other times of no inspiration. And then the finals, even they rolled out to a two nothing, you know, an O2, an O2 start and then swept out at the end. And it's um, I, 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 I hope something some sort of magic like that can happen for the brewers and uh it's just that there's three there's two really good teams and maybe a team that peter's out here i'm I, i'm doing something right now which just kind of an interesting just kind of thought experiment I, I was trying to figure out how much money did teams pay per win all right this is this is my fun little thought thing the dodgers ended up paying 2.52 million dollars for every win Ooh. yeah i mean they're the highest payroll i mean like think about this so the playoffs include the dodgers number one yankees number three astros number four red sox number six uh cardinals ninth highest giants 10th highest you know atlanta 13th highest uh who's, white who's sox number 15th. two that did who's number two that didn't make the playoffs no, yankees didn't are did, number two number three is the mets oh jesus good god the phillies are fifth good god uh angels seventh padres eighth i mean like look of the top 10 teams, Dodgers, Yankees, Astros, uh, Red Sox, Cardinals, Giants, all top 10 in the league in, in payroll. The Brewers paid $1.03 million per win. That's pretty great. I mean, like the Yankees paid $2.2 million per win. The Giants, um, $1.5 million for every win. Uh, the Cardinals paid $1.87 million for every win. Here's the one that's going to get you. You're going to love this one. Tampa Bay paid $700,000 for every win. Of course they did, because Tampa Bay is crazy. Um, 
I'm just trying to look yeah. through the rest of these teams. Um, yeah. so, so, so now what? So now what's? So now what's Phoenix going to be or Arizona? What are they going to be? Because they only won forty. Oh, geez. Um, so that's going to be inflated don't... price because they've got an okay payroll and not a lot of wins. They're twenty first. They their payroll is eighty nine point six million. Brewers only paid ninety eight million. I mean, they're they're paying less than half of what the Dodgers or Yankees are paying for their teams. Uh, Tampa Bay, 70.2 million. They're 26th in the league in salary. And I mean, like the Brewers are the, the, the second lowest payroll of playoff teams. Um, they pay, they have a lower payroll than the Rockies, the twins, the reds, the white Sox. The pirates is the only team with a lower payroll in the, in the, in the central. That's for sure. Um, the Braves, uh, one, 147 Let's see. So that comes up to one for seven point seven, and they had, where are they? They had eighty-eight wins. So um, they paid one point six eight per win, one point six eight million dollars per win. I mean, like that—that's the thing I think is is interesting here. I mean, you can't do that in football. You can't do that in you know hockey or basketball necessarily because the salaries are so similar. But baseballs are so incredibly ridiculous. Because if you let's see, pull up the team salaries. The lowest salary right now is Cleveland, soon to be the Cleveland Guardians, are paying forty-seven point nine million dollars for payroll this year. The Dodgers are paying two hundred sixty-seven point two million dollars. I mean, like they're paying over two hundred million dollars more. How much? Twenty million. How is how does Cleveland have such a high payroll? Like forty-seven. Forty-seven point nine million. That's the lowest in baseball. Oh, sorry. I thought you said I. I thought you said two hundred. I'm sorry. I was no, no, no. adjusting my chair there for a second. I thought you said two hundred forty-seven. They have the they have the lowest. Wait, They're just forty-seven point nine million. Yeah. So they are basically two hundred twenty well, million. They're less. prepping. They're prepping for the name change, John. I Guardian. mean, it costs a lot to change a name. I guess I don't know. They're, they're counting on all the money from everybody having to buy a new jersey. So next year they'll have they'll be rolling in cash. <laughs> The Nationals, my gosh, yeah, they paid a lot of money per win because they have, they were twelfth in payroll. They have one hundred forty eight point five million in uh, payroll and sixty five wins. Wow! Yikes. The other the other thing that came out today about uh, speaking of stats and how much teams are liked and whatnot was the uh, the adjusted uh, attendance averages by how many hundred uh, percent capacity games they had this year so in other words after you could have 100 percent capacity in your stadium and uh milwaukee was number eight. Oh, nice with yeah we're always, always top 30 30,117 30, average per game so right behind colorado good on colorado yeah, i know colorado's got a good fan base they really do for how bad the team has really screwed their fans over the last couple <laughs> of years with getting rid of like i don't know arenado who they didn't have to get rid of him they just got rid of him but they kept story um, who is now just gonna be a free agent and gone they're gonna get right, nothing exactly. for story so no the number number one team la uh, la dodgers they average forty-seven thousand a game mm-hmm. and that's that's always been true la dodgers have a, a great Great, they great really fan do. Base. Uh, Padres yeah. second. Well, good uh, for them. New York, New New York. Uh, yeah, and uh, thirty six thousand for the Padres. <laughs> New York Yankees at thirty two seven. St. Louis at thirty two seven. Um, Atlanta at thirty two two. Yeah, Chicago forget them. Cubs at thirty one five. Colorado thirty nine thirty point nine. Uh, Brewers at thirty point one, and then Boston, San Francisco, White Sox, Ooh. Houston, and Ooh. then uh, we're ahead of Boston. Yeah, we we got ahead wow. of Boston. 
That's crazy. I yeah, love Fenway. I'm from Boston. I love Fenway. That's a fun park to be at. You should. Everybody should go yeah. there. It's just yeah. No, I should. Cool I should. I should get out. Of, I should get out of the house more often. Um, Fenway's uh, like dead going last, to Lambo. Dead last. Dead last. Besides Toronto, who they didn't uh, figure their uh, attendance this, this year. Yeah, because there's no because Americans of, in the crowd. They don't even count. Well, no, they played in <laughs> Buffalo. Oh, did they play some in Buffalo? They played all their games in Buffalo because they can't oh, play in yeah. Toronto because the Canadian government won't let them play in Canada. So That's they fun. didn't figure them into the mix. They played at the uh, Buffalo Minor League Stadium. Uh, I forgot about that. Uh, okay. Miami. I don't watch Miami, Miami dead last. John, how many? How, what was their average per game? For Miami? For for fans at Miami. Um, 515. Close. 9,746 <laughs> per game. Jeez. Uh, Baltimore uh, above that Tampa Tampa Bay averaged 11,995 that's why I said it's I can't get over that team they're so good despite nobody caring that they exist what what was that that number there 11,995 per game over again, 41 games, over 41 games that they had at full capacity. The number one team four, in the American League, the best record in the American League, getting seven a win for every $700,000 they spend in salary. And why is nobody watching? I mean, that's a weird little dumpy stadium and whatnot. But still, it's like, how is that team not getting more wins? More, more well, fans. Tampa, more fans. Tampa Bay is me. like Tampa Bay. You know how we have high A and low A now because they don't call it rookie ball anymore. So it's high A oh, and low okay. A. Yeah. Tampa, Tampa Bay is just like high A for Boston and New York. So or high high triple A for Boston and New York. I don't know. And the only and who is the only team, John, that played all eighty one games at one hundred percent capacity? Texas Rangers. You nailed it, John. Good job. <laughs> wow. Good job. Arizona was second at 63. That was, uh, right. you know. Oh, geez. All right. Ah, jeez. So, yeah. So there was also this week, what was it we had? Oh, maybe it wasn't. Uh, you, you can fill in more on this because you actually have some information about the Bucks having their scrimmage. You know, I guess which is probably akin to spring game or family day for the Packers, I guess. So you have some information on that they got to play themselves and I, I, give autographs and stuff like that and have fun. I do have a little bit of inside information. A friend of the show, Pete Owen, uh, took his uh, son to the game on Saturday, right? Saturday, Sunday. Oh. <laughs> sure. I don't even know which day it was. But anyways, <laughs> Pete said it was a, a grand old affair. Uh, the players were very accessible um, through the the player gates and stuff like that. And uh, it... Um, yeah, I mean, he's. I asked him about it because I said that he was showing me pictures of his son trying to get an autograph, which he got an autograph from Brooke Lopez on a on a mask, very uh, 2021 <laughs> of him, um, and just the struggles of being a seven year old trying to fight the other kids for a, for an autograph, and the kid in the gray shirt giving him a elbow on the side, and how he hated the kid in the gray shirt, and how Pete was a good parent and wasn't down on the front lines with his kid. He let the kid fight for the autograph himself and stood in the background because I hate parents that are trying to get autographs anyways oh, um <laughs> but but uh but yeah no he said it was really good and the big t- the big takeaway and it's it's fun because it's at fiser so it's uh, you know it's a good it's a good venue and he said that it was it was lively because there was a couple thousand people there you know so you know a couple thousand people you know that'll get fiser up and going and so i asked him because he's a milwaukee kid he grew up he literally grew up uh down downtown milwaukee and that's where he played uh basketball growing up too 
And I said, so you probably remember like going to scrimmages at old Bradley center where there was only, you know, like hundred or so people there. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I do. He's like, it was pretty, 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 pretty low turnouts. And he, I said, so this is probably more like a, um, uh, a preseason Packers, uh, preseason Packers, uh, the, 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 uh, family night game or, uh, you know, or any, you know, any of the festivities up in Green Bay when there's literally thousands of people to watch the Packers practice. He said, yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. He said it was a little bit more, you know, a little bit more upbeat in, of course they should be that the NBA champions, you know? And so, and plus you get to see Giannis play. And for the most part, the team is still together, you know, so it's you're getting to see a lot of your favorite players that just won the championship three months ago, John. Three months ago. <laughs> yeah, that's so, pretty recent. So I have no idea what the score was, and I don't care. Pete said he had a good time. He said his kid had a good time. And uh, good. Uh, next year, I hope it doesn't fall on a drill weekend. I would love to take my kids to it. So, Well, very good. Yeah, so the I guess the other things there is just it, this team is mostly intact, essentially, getting ready. And we, we need to get ready for having an actual full-on um, season discussion about what this team's going to look like, what the season's going to look like. I mean, the other thing, too, the Bucks do have in their advantage is they can, they can kind of coast and prep a little bit in season. And I think they learned that more this last year because they're going to win that division. Like, the Bulls are not good. The, the Pacers are their biggest competition, and they didn't get any better. Uh, no. I mean, just like, what, what is it that's that's going to keep this team out of this. And so, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those ones where like, yeah, they really should just, well, what's gonna, the only thing that's gonna, the only thing that's going to keep them out of them is injury or just, I mean, and at this point, I mean, you, 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 you want to say like, um, massive team breakdown of, you know, structural integrity because, you know, people aren't getting along, but that doesn't work with the Bucks. Like the Bucks aren't that kind of team. Like there's not, there's one big personality, and that one big personality is Giannis, who is an all inclusive personality, who's a family man, who wants this all to be about togetherness. You know, like it's very kumbaya. Like it really is in a weird kind of way. But like, so you don't have to kind of worry about that. Like with the Nets, you got to worry about like when are their egos all going to clash and it all falls apart. You know, so you don't have to really kind of worry about that with the Bucks per se. But I mean, injuries are always a thing. And Giannis yeah. actually gets hurt, like, and actually hurt. You know, it kind of tanks the season. You know, they got some good. There's enough talent on the team to limp it along to like a seventh or eighth seed, yeah, maybe even sixth seed. I mean, because yeah, there really is enough talent on the Bucks to do that. But are they going to win the championship without Giannis? No. And that's the that's the point of having a superstar. You know, the last team that won an NBA championship without a real superstar was the Detroit Pistons, and they still had enough star power on that team to get them to the finals. But, I mean, Giannis actually gets injured, and this team's in trouble, like, as far as championship aspirations. Will they make the playoffs? Will they win some games? Yes. Excitement level will be down, I mean, because who's going to throw down that 50 burger in game six of the finals? Who's going to carry the team through the last three games? Giannis had the most epic three game run of an NBA player possibly ever. And so, I mean, you got to watch out for the injuries. You know, that's the only thing that's probably going to derail this team is some sort of injuries. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, they are, I mean, everyone wants to play up all the other teams because the Bucks aren't an interesting story because Giannis is cool and good and a good person and it doesn't terrible have story off the field issues or off the court issues. And <laughs> there's not a lot of juggling around and it's not, you know, trying to build your brand and like turning basketball into a business. It's just business as usual in Milwaukee. And so other teams get talked up, but in the long run, it's the Bucks 
trophy to lose. And uh, I, I think they'll put up a good defense of it. And um, honestly, I think last year should have probably been, you know, with the the bubble the year before that threw everything off. Um, two years prior to that, an amazing, uh, amazing performance by uh, Kawhi Leonard put that. I mean, they could be, you know, and that was before they were even ready. I, I think the Bucks are going to have a really solid run at a second trophy this year. Sorry, that was a long-winded way good. of saying that. I'd be very excited to see that. I mean, obviously, we'd be excited to see a championship, but it's just, you know, you're excited to see anything at this point. <laughs> it'd be good to see the Bucks again, it and I think hurt. it's a good team. Yeah, so, I mean, it'd just be it'd be good to get out and, and see that team rolling again, and yeah, so we're all we're all very excited. Uh, we're a month. We're less than a month away. Yeah, and as we get going here too, we'll want to get you know something going here where we can actually see what you know a good serious preseason. We'll have to do a little bit of research getting ready for all of that. But well, you and Pete, you and Pete should just do a show and just and just slowly leave you out of it. Phased out. I'll I'll slowly just get phased <laughs> out and it's like oh hey here's some intelligent talk between two intelligent <laughs> people. Hey, we got rid of the <laughs> got rid of the enlisted guy. Oh no, you'll be. <laughs> there, there, there is nothing that happens in the world where there's um, a bunch of officers in a room and things turn out well. <laughs> we had, but, 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 but what's weird is that in, in our relationship is that the officer is keeping the enlisted guy in check. How is that? Well, right. We'll give this story since we have a little time here. But um, there was one time where we were going to do something in, in in Iraq, and they sent us the plan. And I looked at the plan and I just said to myself. Well, this is stupid. <laughs> they clearly designed this from the beginning, working towards the end, and left us with an end state that nobody can live with. And they're going to realize that when they get there, and we're going to have to fix it. But um, then I, I created a whole new plan, and I was like, "This is uh, this is a better plan." Before I told anybody at battalion, mm -hmm. I gave it to Aaron because I'm like, "I'm an officer, and I need you to help me." It's <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes. like, like this needs to have a, a, an NCO look at this and tell me whether or not I'm just just being a stupid officer looking at this far too kind of outside the zone of what reality is so yeah no and it, and it made sense too but it, I, I, I did that did that one get asked uh, on as well yeah that one did think, not I, get passed I, I think I think all of our good plans got asked on pretty hard it was pretty great pretty because I think I don't know if you were in the meeting when I was there um, because the s3 shop and the s2 which is uh, operations and intelligence both kind of told it well Actually, I think S2 from you, they said, this is a great plan. Mm -hmm. S3, which is operations, said, no, we spent a lot of time on our plan. It's going to be the highlight of our officer yeah. evaluations. And then halfway mm -hmm. through, the commander's like, are we going to end up with all of these like super dangerous tack fury next to these like super green old guys? And like, isn't that going to be bad? And they're like, oh, yeah, that is bad. Like, we're going to have to rearrange this. So we worked that out. And I was like, that's mm -hmm. the end state Aaron and I were trying to save you from. Like, yeah. you're halfway yeah. there and realized how dumb this was. And then we ended up having to do it over again so yeah we just hadn't decided to talk about that because yes always 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 make sure you run everything past your grunts if you're in charge of something because <laughs> one of them is going to point out something you've never thought of because you didn't do their job and i did go, do go find that job go find this go find the smart grunt in the corner who doesn't say a lot now that's not me like i'm i'm, I'm just giving examples but find that grunt in the corner who doesn't say a lot but looks intelligent and seems to be always be doing the right thing and you don't have to keep tabs on and then go ask him, hey, does this make sense? Yeah, like, I don't, need, he goes, I don't need you to put your name he, on it. it. Just tell me what's wrong. And, and you'll know he's the right person to ask because the first thing he'll say is, why are you asking me? 
Yeah. And then you're like, okay, good. This is the right person to ask. And then you ask that person, does this make sense? And they look at it. And if they say, sure, then it makes sense. And if they say, hell no, then you <laughs> scrap it and you go with the next plan. Which, or yeah. you ask them what can save this plan. <laughs> so anyhow. All right, everybody. And then, either, and then either you follow the advice or you just, you know, get more money from somebody else and just drive forward with your plan that will eventually <laughs> not work. Like, you know, having an open air stadium in Minneapolis. Yeah. We had a great moment. There was a great moment one time. You weren't there, obviously, but it was it was in Iraq. And no, one I, was, I managed to make my leave in Australia last for a month. Anyhow, uh, what hmm. I was going to say is that we had one meeting, and Aaron's not privy to because it, it was a higher-ranking meeting than he would have been in. But, man, it was um, we had one point, like, the command sergeant major gets up, and he's going to leave the room to do something. And my officer, the, the commander of the battalion, is like, well, not first, you know, not sergeant major's out of here. Man, he's always worried about this, that, and the other thing. Can you believe him? And I was like, wait, I'm sorry. What is Sergeant Major worried about? I was like, what is he thinking about? Because I want to know what Sergeant Major has to say because yeah. he knows more than all of us. <laughs> so, right. And I started taking notes on what he was like. Can you believe him? He's worried about how many bullets we've got. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> no. Anyhow. We've digressed plenty here in terms wow. of just there, weird there, stories. There was... There was... There was that uh, there was that army talk that we get into once in a while. Anyhow. Yeah, we were only like thirty minutes in, so I was like, ah, we can we can afford it. We get to, get a couple of fun stories in here on other stuff. But anyhow, <laughs> this is this is why Aaron and I have the rapport we have because we sat there sharing a really weird corner of an office in, in Iraq. <laughs> so we, we got through it, and here we are. Do, do you know what? Did you, you know that at one point John figured out that I had I have a really weird tick, which is if you ever give me Skittles. I have to separate them out by color before That's I eat right. them. And so John made sure to buy a pound bag of Skittles one time and drop it on my desk just to watch me go through a pound of Skittles. They're really bored. AFN does not have enough channels. Oh my God. I still do that, John. I believe I still it. do that. Why and when we got and when we got back and when we got back from overseas, I had a I had a birthday party that you couldn't make that one of a uh uh Annie Woods, who I worked with in, in Intel, she uh, her her birthday present to me, and I still have them on the wall. Are six jars with all the separated out colors of Skittles in them. <laughs> all right, all right, everybody, we're gonna move past all of this now. We're through Bucks and Brewers. We're getting ready for some playoffs. We're getting ready for a new season here. But uh, at this time, we're gonna get you to some of the other stories that aren't necessarily covered everywhere else, and we're gonna cover them all in what we lovingly call our last call. <laughs> Time to look around and get your bearings. It's time for the last call. All right, first off, we'll go through some women's volleyball. Badger women's volleyball, it, we talked about it last week. They had the rough loss to Maryland, which made no sense whatsoever. Just crazy sort of game, just out of nowhere. Badgers got got a big, big chance to bounce back huge there. I mean, they beat Rutgers last week, but whatever. They get to play Minnesota here, and they played Minnesota, and uh, they ended up taking that in a three sets to none. I mean, it's a home game at the Fieldhouse, and it's fantastic, and it's good to get that out of the way, but three sets to none. Big games, um, big games first off from uh, Lauren Barnes, who continues to be just fantastic. Her, her dig numbers are crazy. I think she had seven, seven plus in each game. She ended up with 23 digs in three games. All right, and in or, or three sets, pardon me. 
Um, and that's just sets up then, then Sydney Haley or Hilly, Sydney Hilly gets uh, 41 assists on, on the kills here. She's just been fantastic getting the ball up and Radke and uh, Grace Loberg. We've talked about that uh, Dana Radke plenty. She's fantastic. She was great last year. We're so excited to have her back. She had 13 kills against Minnesota. Grace Loberg gets 11. Um, there were a couple errors here, but it was a fairly clean game as a team. Uh, Badgers end up as a team with 10 errors, and Minnesota gets 14. It's 52 kills to 38 overall. Uh, Badgers with a, a, a kill percentage, uh, just striking percentage, whatever, it's uh, 372. Minnesota was down to 198. Just um, great job digging out um, five, even five aces to three. Uh, the blocks were pretty low in this game. Uh, so, I mean, a lot of the striking happened pretty well or, you know, missed entirely but um, or went to a dig. But four blocks to three blocks, not a particularly contested game at the net. But the Badgers managed to get just just considerably more of those digs out, uh, 59 to 42 overall in terms of those digs. Uh, like we said, uh, Barnes is just fantastic. Really does a great job staying there in that middle and, and just – getting the ball up in the air again and making sure the Badgers continue to have the opportunity to get those points, taking three to nothing. That was, you know, after they had a rough spot there, they played number five, Minnesota. And, uh, after they had kind of fallen down in the rankings and they just completely destroyed them. Then they went to Champaign Urbana. Like we said, Champaign Urbana. Um, <laughs> and they took out Illinois three to one. Now in this one, it was a much sloppier game. Just, this is more reminiscent of the Maryland game, except for the Badgers came out on top on this one, thankfully. But the Badgers had uh, 21 errors. Uh, Illinois had 20, though. So, I mean, like, they didn't end up playing a clean game to, to match us. Badgers still continue to have a higher kill percentage. I think in every, yeah, every single, no, I'm sorry, except for set one, where Illinois did a very, very good job in set one. Uh, 14 kills to 14 kills, just the Badgers committing eight errors in that first uh, set. And that, that, that's the part where they just had the lowest kill percentage. Uh, Illinois does very well in that one. Uh, Wisconsin ends up still having you know problems, I guess, at this point in terms of getting out-blocked. Maryland out-blocked Wisconsin. Illinois came up and out-blocked Wisconsin. But Wisconsin's digs just continue to save them, keeping the ball in play. Uh, Barnes in this one ended up with, I'll try to double check here, she had 26 digs. Uh, this is kind of incredible. Uh, Sydney Haley had 10. Uh, we get eight from Grace Loberg and eight more from Izzy Ashburn. Um, team did a very good job keeping the ball in play in this one, even though they, they do give up the one set. They, they do get a lot of work here. Um, there's 54 assists from Sydney Haley in this game. That's killer. Um, Ratke and Grace Loberg, again, getting most of the kills in this one, 10 and 12, respectively. Um, there were 14 from Devin Robinson and 16 from Julia Orzo. So, yeah. Um, overall, very, very nice game. Way to stay in front. Badgers move back up to fourth nationally. Uh, so it's Texas, Louisville, Pittsburgh, Wisconsin, and then the rest of the 10 is Purdue, uh, BYU, Kentucky, Minnesota, Penn State, Ohio State. Very odd to see Nebraska out of the top 10 at this point. But um, Big Ten, of course, still very highly uh, representative here. They are half of the top 10 teams uh, in women's volleyball right now. 
So Badgers uh, volleyball continuing to look very, very good in, at this stretch, and you know on pace to to again getting one of those those one seeds, those four one seeds to get the opportunity to come out there and and have a have a nice run in the playoffs. Uh, women's hockey, Badgers women get two more wins, um, both shutouts at this one. They were playing Merrimack, not one of the top tier teams, but they get a five nothing shutout and a four nothing shutout remain the top ranked team in women's hockey right now at four and oh they have 12 of the 15 first place votes northeastern gets one ohio state gets two um minnesota ranked down in sixth which is pretty low they're actually zero and two right now minnesota uh, minnesota duluth at seventh uh ohio state like i said in third so the the wcha is still doing well in that top 10 but this is a down year for Minnesota to say that they're at sixth at any point in a season. Cause this is normally, you know, that is Wisconsin, Minnesota is women's hockey. Those are the two, the, the two just dominant teams. Those are the ones you're expecting to see at the end of the year, uh, starting to see things pull through that way. But, uh, other than that, um, that's, that's still good. They're, they continue to, to, uh, hold their own there. Um, uh, men's hockey starts off. Uh, they got a couple games here. Men's, Hockey did not play. They because they did not play. They dropped from 11th to 13th in terms of the rankings. They get passed by Providence and Denver. Denver who did not play. Uh, but Providence goes to one and zero. A couple other things here. Minnesota State, the uh, number one ranked team, they move from fifth to first. Uh, so Minnesota State, the Mavericks, then St. Cloud, then Michigan, then Minnesota, then Minnesota Duluth. Four of the top five teams in Minnesota, and somehow do, Michigan. Do you remember the early days title. when we used to? Uh, we had that bit where we tried to keep up with uh, college wrestling for a little bit. Yeah, I don't. And uh, they haven't started yet, right <laughs> now. It, though uh, I can't even remember what, what the college was. Oh yeah, shoot, who was it? There was the one team that they kept. They were like zero and four. And they they, they did top ten, twenty five. Oh and four, and they they like they or they they just no, they were zero and zero. They didn't have any. They hadn't <laughs> like, wrestled yet at all. And they, they were jumping all over. They were going up the rankings, going down the rankings. Like they haven't even played yet, and it's or they haven't even wrestled yet. <laughs> and I was I was just thinking that when you were talking about. Uh, um, you know, yeah, how did like, Denver? Jump they, they haven't played, but they lost five spots, and it's like. <laughs> Badgers Wait, went from like, 11 to 13 like, without playing. They were jumped by another team that didn't play, which is Denver. Denver, right. oddly, the, the Denver is, Pioneers is, getting one vote for first place. This is this is <laughs> some hot poll, hot poll action right here. Like, yeah, what did they do to, to distinguish themselves from last week? Nothing. This is the fun well, part. Why is, did they, why did they fall down the rankings? They did nothing <laughs> nothing happened um nothing happened like we said minnesota minnesota duluth st cloud and minnesota state four of the top five teams somehow michigan will the third place team will still win the national championship and none of them will win <laughs> right. like we said yeah exactly um well i mean i mean minnesota proved it last year they got three out three out of the four teams into the frozen four and uh they still didn't get the national championship yeah, the so. badgers did play an exhibition game just so we can you know, let you know there's no box score for that because it's an exhibition right. game and they don't really care. They played Minnesota big... Duluth. Um, they lost four to two in an exhibition. They will play their first real game coming up this week. Uh, the eighth and ninth, they will be playing Michigan Tech. The that, was, that, was, that, that exhibition game was actually a big deal because they played it in Chippewa Falls. Oh, cool, cool. So, so, so my cousin saw that. Yeah, it was a, they, it was a meet halfway game. 
and uh, yeah, my cousin, my cousin's got a big, big kick out of it. They play at Oakley North, so that is very cool. But yeah, yep. so start seeing uh, hockey coming up this week. I don't know what channels those will be on, but women's hockey is going, men's hockey is going, volleyball continues to roll. All these teams rank top twenty. It's a great time to be alive for Wisconsin sports, except for the Badger football team, unfortunately. <laughs> so we'll just keep, yeah, except for, except for that part. Yeah, one. No, and I'll, I'll tell you what: we don't know what station those games will be on, but it'll still be easier than watching the Brewers on Bally Sports, which they won't be on Bally Sports, thankfully, at this point, because thank um, God. Yeah, that makes me so angry. Almost I mean, every I mean, streaming we, we, team. We, is we lost. love the guys over at Bally Sports, we the do. old Fox Sports North team, but. Dear God, like, can we make it any harder for me to have my kids watch a Brewers game? Yeah, it, it makes no sense. We're so, trying to grow the game to the younger people, but we're going to do this. We're going to have hard to watch regional baseball stations that cost way too much money. And then we're going to have really bad umpires. Yeah, it's, it's just the dumbest thing ever. Baseball's so dumb. I don't, they don't deserve to have money. I wish it would just collapse. I don't know how they do it. Like, seriously. The other thing that gets me with with baseball, since we're just here in last call talking crazy, um, it's just the whole idea. Like, there's they have all these people who want to watch things. They could just create a streaming service and say, "I don't even care what television stations you have. If you want to pay us money, you can watch your team." I can't pay Major League Baseball money and watch the Brewers. If I pay the money, I could watch any team that isn't the Brewers. Mm-hmm. Which makes no sense. It's the only team I would pay to watch for the most part. I'm like, I don't. Right. I, I, I'm locked out to watch, not see Brewers games, even though Brewers have excellent, excellent right. attendance. Like, they're really good. Yeah. Like, if, if you want to tell Tampa Bay or Miami, no, you guys got to start going to games because you're not at games. Okay. That makes sense. But, like, I, I mean, but still, you're trying to grow the game. You know, I remember, I'm old enough to remember when when I was down visiting my cousins in Milwaukee, you could watch Brewers games on air TV. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was just on, it was on TMJ TV, what, whatever that is, or whatever the CBS station is or whatever it was. I just remember you could watch yeah. games on TV, like just turn it to that station and the Brewers games around. They've made games so hard to watch. Sorry. I guess we just did move into the last call. Everybody it's, we've the been last in last call. call for, we've been there for a while. So, I mean, like, yeah, it's just, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, 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 it's so, it's so hard. And I've been railing on Bally's on Twitter because, or Bally, because it's, I mean, even just when it was just Fox sports North, like a couple of years ago, at least that was somewhat okay. And you could like get it on sling or YouTube TV or whatever. And uh, you could get it on, cable basic cable and now it's just it's unless you have basic cable like how can i and that's the other thing it's 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 gotten to the point that unless you pay for the nmlb 40 dollars a month subscription for your team like and most people can't afford 40 bucks a month to watch a baseball game you know especially if you're just trying to catch a couple of them and you're not growing your sport you are not Football is the reason why you can grow football is because except for the ESPN game on Monday night, you can watch every single game and it's proliferated everywhere. And you can, you know, and, and, and red zones easy to get. And, you know, it's easy to get basketball is easy to get basketball. ESPN is even smart enough to put most of their games on ABC, you know, during the weekend. So you can see games, you know, it's like, 
you if you want to build a fan base that's how you do it and baseball is going in the opposite direction i don't know john why do we cover baseball i don't know why it's the most <laughs> it, fan it, unfriendly sport there is if i paid for mlb uh whatever you know the, the package to allow me to watch every brewers game the only way i could watch every brewers game is if i also got a vpn that hid my ip and made them think i lived in chicago right I could oh, or, that or part Twin too. Cities. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it makes no sense. The blackout rules are stupid. Let us watch our teams. It's archaic and it's dumb. It makes no sense well, to anybody. I it's said terrible. that when I lived up in Duluth, like especially now that on 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 air stations, you know, up there was uh, it's Fox forty seven down there. Up it's Fox twenty, Fox something up 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 north. Either way, it doesn't matter the the number. But like down here is Fox forty seven. Mm-hmm. So Fox forty seven is in Wisconsin. Fox 47.1 should have the Packer game on it because that's the right. main draw. Right. And I, Fox 47.2 should have the Bears game on it because their station feeds into Bears country. Up north, when we were when I was living in Duluth, if if the and, and this this feeds all the way down to Hayward, Wisconsin. The top quarter of Wisconsin cannot see Packer games because it all comes off uh Boy, I'm, my memory is going. It's been a couple of years since I've been up there. But uh, the Fox station on Duluth, that's, that is the Fox station for the north quarter of Wisconsin from Ashland to Hayward down to, you know, just north of where we live, down by where I grew up in Spooner, you know, up right. in the Spooner area. And well, to be very clear, now, there's show... not a lot of people yeah. up there. There's just a lot of bears and deer and swamp. But I mean, and the bears that... still suck. And the bears still suck. But I mean, that's all we could see was Vikings games. And we could only catch the Packers if they're on prime time or playing off the Vikings. <laughs> why aren't they on? Why aren't they on the point two station? And in fairness, all Vikings fans would rather watch the Packers than the Vikings. <laughs> right, I know that too. I mean, it's, that's, and the Twin Cities is ra- full. They would of rather watch the, the they rather, wa- rather watch the Packers and hate the Packers than watch their right. own team. But I mean, that's I mean, why wouldn't you want? I mean, that's one thing basketball really does. They proliferate their sport. Like, so you can see it everywhere all the time. In in terms of television, yeah. What they should work on more is getting them to actually meet their fans. Like, that's one thing baseball actually does well. And the Packers, I don't know about other teams, really, but the Packers do a very good job of that, too. Mm -hmm. I'll say this, too, Aaron, just just for you, and just because I wanted to look it up while we were talking here, too, but Badger Wrestling will have its first match on November 1st. Eric Barnett, of course, will be back. He is this program's favorite Badger wrestler. <laughs> Name me another, Aaron. You can't. No, anyhow. I can't. Um, not, a no. <laughs> not a chance. But the Badgers start have their first match November 1st against the University of Buffalo Bulls at the Fieldhouse. So take a look. The tickets are available, it looks like, on uh, UW, uwbadgers.com slash sports slash wrestling slash schedule. <laughs> so that's, take a that's look at a that. really long email address. and november 6th they will get oh, it says all day they will be playing uh the michigan state open in east lansing so that's not a duel that's an open but um then there'll be the little rock to be announced it says it's in lacrosse wisconsin that's awesome they're gonna have a dual match against arkansas little rock at mitchell hall at <laughs> uw lacrosse go eagles cool uh, so I, yeah, I, I, I've I've seen wrestling <laughs> matches at uh, Mitchell, what Mitchell, Mitchell yeah what, Mitchell what? Fieldhouse yeah they that's the Mitchell Fieldhouse yeah that's the old uh, Fayette 
building stuff there. So that's actually where in, in ROTC, uh, that's where we used to do our uh, morning PT was starting at Mitchell. So that was that's, when I look across ROTC. So, yeah. That's where I saw my uh, friend from high school, Jake Larson, when uh, I don't know what they call it in college, but the equivalent to sectionals before you go to state. Uh, before he went to nationals, he ended up, he won the national championship in D3 for wrestling at 140, blah, 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 whatever. So I saw him win his last match before going to nationals at that field house. So that's mm-hmm. always why I know that field house. Then the time, is that where Jacob Ard like kept skipping through the slides during the mandatory briefs? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think we did anything yeah. there. Um, okay. I'll give oh, you the, no, that the, was downstairs at the, that, that was a downstairs downtown at the, uh, um, uh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, um, moving forward here, we did have some more games. Uh, WIAC football did start playing its conference schedule. Whitewater takes a 37 to six win over stout, uh, UW zero Titans. Uh, they beat Platteville 35 to 32, which is, I would have thought Oshkosh would have had a much larger win, but that was very close playing in Platteville. Uh, Lacrosse forty-five to twenty-three over UW River Falls, and Eau Claire uh, taking a ten-point win, twenty-five to fifteen over UWSP. The Pointers uh, playing in Stevens Point, so rough start for the Pointers. Uh, so yeah, Eau Claire, Lacrosse, Oshkosh, and Stout. I'm uh, probably not Stout. Whitewater. Uh, those four teams start one and zero in the conference, and continue to uh, roll pretty well. Like we said, Whitewater and Oshkosh very much in the running for national championships. Lacrosse kind of hanging around the back of the top 25. So thank you again, everybody. That's that's about all we can really fit into this last call. We try to have a good long one here and cover as much as we can. But yeah, uh, thank you for joining us for another wonderful week of Wisconsin sports. We ended with a last call, which gives us a lot more up, a lot more feel. I hope you listen to this one second in the, you know, football one first but uh thank you for joining us i'll say again because uh, i keep saying it because we're always grateful to have you and it's you know you can follow this podcast at scotty johnny pod you can follow me at not so humble host you can even follow aaron like me i follow aaron my son follows aaron Why? at cheddar Why? talk <laughs> my wife follows aaron i'm pretty sure uh, I know oh, my dear. I know my 15 year old son does, and he loves. Yeah, he definitely Aaron. does. He likes everything I post. He up does. There, so. <laughs> he likes everything yeah, I put up, he, which is really dumb of him because a lot of my stuff is just strange things I like to throw out every now and then. But anyhow, it's uh, it's it's been another interesting week. We'll come back with you next week. Badgers are going to win this week. I'm telling you, they're going to beat Illinois. Um, Packers are going to win. Everybody's going to be winning this next week. We're going to be feeling very good because the Brewers are already going to have like a couple wins under their belt in the playoffs we're gonna be rolling next week wisconsin keep your heads up it's going to be great so remember of course also that whether you are on the town or on the go it is always on wisconsin good job john this has been the scotty johnny podcast remember to find the boys on twitter at scotty johnny one or online at scottyjohnny.com thanks for listening and on wisconsin